Welcome everybody to the Privateer Island Life. Thanks to the folks at Racetech for coming on. Really appreciate it. This is show number 16. Love to give a little bit of a uh, listen behind the scenes to some of the working class heroes of the sport and find out what their deal is, what's going on with them, and what's happening and life on the island and everything else. And uh, again, we thank Racetech for making this happen. Since 1984, when Racetech was founded by Paul Thiet, the Racetech guys have been an innovator in motorcycle suspension technology. Breaking through the limits of the OEM designs, Racetech specializes in high-performance suspension parts, service, and setups. Use the code PULPAMEX to get a special listener discount on your high-performance suspension needs. Uh, Racetech's got it going on. they got a whole engine department there as well that's killing it, and uh, we'll talk about that and more on this Privateer Iden Life podcast. Uh, this week, the guest driving all the way uh, across the country, heading to uh, Muddy Creek. Uh, you saw him uh, get some great results at Lakewood, and you've always seen this guy's name in the in the uh, Supercross series as well as the Nationals. Brandon Share, what's up, Brandon? How are you, man? Uh, not much. What's up, guys? Uh, I'm doing all right. Just uh, yeah, making the truck cross country, trying to uh, do what I got to do to be able to make it to the races each weekend. Yeah, we've seen you. This is, uh, oh, geez, third or fourth year now of racing pro. Yeah, this will be. Um, realistically, it's it's actually the. I actually went pro in 2012 after Loretta Lynn. Okay. And I only I did Elsinore National, and that's it. So, yeah. Um, and then just been kind of scattered. The first few years were kind of hit and miss. I, uh, 13 was uh, kind of a, a big miss year for me. I didn't do much of anything that year just a lot of injuries and mm-hmm. then uh 14 had supercross only and i i got injured right before outdoors and missed the whole season of outdoors and then uh 15 i had a full year and then uh which was cool and then 16 i missed all of supercross and hit only outdoors and now this year is uh is on our way to being a full season yeah uh just injuries or different financial reasons or what's been going on the, the different seasons you've missed uh, a little bit of both um uh, so 13, I had injuries. Um, I, I, looking back at it, I'd say I went pro maybe a little early, and mm-hmm. it just uh, we weren't we weren't on on like the correct page, you know, with everybody else. So yep. uh, we were kind of scattered, and it just we didn't know quite exactly what we were doing with everything, and then uh, just no no preparation and stuff like that. So 13 was a big miss year, and then uh, 14. Um, trained hard, went into Supercross, did a lot of work with my trainer buddy Antonez, and uh, had a pretty good opening season that year. I made, I think I made five mains or something, and uh, um, almost made the full Supercross season. And right, right before Vegas, I we had a motor malfunction and I broke my femur. Ouch! Um, which which yeah. resulted in me I missed, and then I missed all the whole summer that that summer. Um. um hey, so. Yeah. Uh, you did well at Lakewood, man. Nice job. We've seen you in two fifty. We've seen you in two fifties for a long time. What made you decide to go four fifty outdoors this summer? Was it really just, I mean, finances and, and trying to compete against the uh, the factory teams is a tough deal, but four fifty class yeah. has been working out. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, um, I, I feel I've been wanting to do four fifty stuff because uh, personally, I feel like I ride the bike better and it suits my style a little better. Um, but no, everything played it played as a factor this year. Um, you know, budget-wise, 450 was a little smarter. We can obviously get a little more time out of it, and then it seems like we could be uh, um, closer to competitive with everybody on a um, on our own built bikes. We're yeah. like lights class. It seems like I did everything I could possibly do to the bike, and I still wasn't 
anywhere close to the factory team. Sure. So, um, yeah, I feel as of right now, I feel like it's been a very uh, good decision for me yeah. to ride 450. Yeah, Lakewood was awesome, man. You need to be stoked at that. Yeah, I definitely was. I was uh, very fortunate to get good starts and then uh, have solid motos, both motos, and, and come out getting my uh, my first top 20 overall. So that was pretty yeah. cool. Um, hey, you've been on Suzuki's for a while. This year you're on Yamaha's. What was up with that? And uh, by the way, Suzuki 250F, not a great platform to start with, Brandon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely not. You know, I, I was um, – when I was amateurs um, coming up, obviously I wasn't I wasn't anything special. You know, I wasn't one of the kids on the teams or anything like that. I was mm-hmm. always that uh, one of those first kids right outside all the teams. So um, uh, I had a lot of hand-me-down stuff from Nick Paluzzi, and uh, and they always helped me out a lot. So yep. uh, I rode Suzuki's, and and uh, you know we we just made do with what we had. So mm-hmm. uh, we definitely weren't weren't quite on par with anything, but. Uh, um, we kept plugging away with it and kind of every year because I was really close with Yosh and everybody there every year they kept a lot of people kept saying like oh they're gonna they're bringing a Suzuki team like just wait just wait and like you've been loyal and we'll help you out especially once they started making mains and all that and then uh, um, yeah nothing ever really came except for the in 2015 during the outdoors I was basically the guinea pig for the the mad racing uh, dirt candy Suzuki team oh were you yeah yeah, so I, I, I was basically the guinea pig in 2015 that summer. Um, I rode for uh, for Mike and uh, Blake mm-hmm. uh, under Dirt Candy, which yep. was which was awesome for me. It was my first time getting to go back east and ride all these uh, cool tracks back here, like Red Bud and stuff. So, right. Um, that was cool. But, um, you know, uh, after that, that year when uh, they, they made the new team the next year, and I, I wasn't, uh, uh, how do I want to say it? I wasn't, wasn't picked um, or whatever. Yeah. Well, yeah, I wasn't an option in their uh, uh-huh. in their teams. You know, I I had a, f- a few actual little offers, and I just went with one. And I actually switched to I was going to ride for uh, strict triple effect racing Yamaha yep. in 2016, and uh, everything was looking good. I was liking the bikes; everything felt great. The team was coming together well, and I unfortunately had a bike another well, had a bike issue and uh, uh, was, uh, ended. End of my supercross season. I broke both my wrists and my oh. femur again. Oh, bro, Jesus, <laughs> it's been yeah. rough. It's been rough. Um, yeah. So, what happened? at look, you've gotten some points along the way. Um, you're doing all yeah. right. What What was great about Lakewood? Did you gel with the track? What did you think about it? Like, what 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 magic did you capture at Lakewood? Um, Lakewood. I don't know. I just I, I actually just went out there and rode like myself. Um, it was actually kind of a kind of hectic day I, I had to rebuild my bike from Glen Helen up to the vent so I didn't I didn't ride at all the week of Lakewood and uh I didn't even ride my bike you know we, we me and my dad built my motor on uh I think it was like Wednesday and then I didn't even ride it we just started it like after we built it I rode around our parking lot at my dad's work and I made sure it went through all the gears because I built my transmission and and uh we, we had we, we went up there and you know stomped it out and did, yeah. did good but uh um, you know, I think everything just played in. Uh, I I just try to keep a clear mind with everything and mm-hmm. just ride ride smooth and how I know how to ride. And I, I got I was very fortunate to get good starts and make good decisions on the opening laps and put myself in a good position to do well. And uh, the Yamaha itself, fast bike, good good bike, right? Yeah, I love the Yamahas. Um, you know, they're 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 fast for sure, especially the 450s. You know, they 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 come out of the box and they're they're 
they're really fast. Actually, um, this year building the Yamaha 450, we actually toned it down a little for me, and then it uh, made it actually easier for me to ride it. So how did Lakewood go, for, or how, how did uh, High Point go for you? What did you think, 33-19 there? Yeah, um, High Point was it was okay. Um, I had a pretty big crash in practice. Um, yeah, you and everyone else, I think, dude. It was gnarly. Uh, yeah, everyone was falling. I, I I had a it was kind of a dumb one, but it was one of the ones that kind of put me down pretty hard, and it uh, it stunned me pretty good. And then uh, um, first moto, I, I was I had a fall early on. I think it might have been like right after the first lap, I mm. fell. And then I pulled a muscle or something in my back. So I, I just, I had a real rough time that moto. I was just kind of waiting for it to like pass. Like yeah, it yeah. felt like I just had something like a knot. And uh, I just struggled with that first moto and I kind of counted my losses and uh, stretched real good for the second moto and just went out. And I'm like, you know, I sat on the gate, me and my girlfriend were, my mechanic girlfriend, we were, uh, um, we just said we're gonna go out there and and let's just let's just go play spoiler. Let's go have uh-huh. a good second moto and salvage our weekend. And uh, um, you know went out and rode hard the whole time, made a lot of passes and and you know got some more points. So that was a that was a good way to save the weekend. Bro, it's been first four rounds. It's just been rut cross, slot car cross. It does not look like much fun. Uh yeah, for <laughs> sure. The tracks have been the, the tracks have been gnarly. That there's a. Uh, no doubt about that, you know. Yeah. Hayton was rough and and really rutted in spots, and it was gnarly. And Glen Helen is it, Glen Helen's always rough, so yeah. Glen Helen was good, and and then uh, obviously Colorado gets gnarly. A lot of people it, it's claimed as plenty of victims yeah. and stuff there. So and uh, High Point, obviously everyone. Uh, this was my first time there, so I didn't really know what to expect. And everyone said it. It's a lot more hilly than you think, and it, the ruts are gnarly, and it really lived up to it. It was by far the gnarliest track i've probably ridden in a long time yeah so it's been tough but you know it's a good it's good though that we get ruts and rough like that because then at least it separates the riders and and it's not like uh you know it's not like riding Mm -hmm. just a general california track on a practice day you know you don't have everybody almost running the same pace true um good are you full privateer How, how are you doing this financially how who's helping you uh yeah, full privateer. You know, I just got my parents helping me out, and then a lot of sponsors or a handful of sponsors along the way that that just helped me with uh, uh, products and stuff like that. And um, you know, I just every every dollar I make out of this race and goes straight back into it. And damn, dude, you know, just try to keep keep the system rolling. Yeah, outdoors is not much fun, money wise. Well, then again, in 250 Supercross isn't great either. You know, no, but they're, they're pretty comparable actually. <laughs> yeah, they kind of uh, are. Yeah, but uh, no, you know it's it's yeah it's it's tough. Um, you know I gotta I, I'm I gotta be real smart with my uh, and so-called investments and make yeah. sure everything kind of plans itself out and um, you know gotta gotta just be smart about everything. So you're driving to every national. Um yes, as of right now that's that's, that's been our uh, plan. It, it's not bad once once you get back back east back here it's not that bad you know yep. it kind of starts rolling and and uh you know a lot of people let us stay at their houses and you know we'll stay and ride at certain tracks during the week like last week we we stayed at uh my girlfriend's sister's house and uh, got to go ride it uh south of the border which okay. is really cool and yep um and then next week i'll be going to michigan area and we, we have a couple tracks we ride at up there and someone lets us stay and 
and uh, use, uh, you know, use their house and their garage and stuff, which is really nice. So that, uh, you know, we, we, we kind of pick and choose and figure out where we're going to, yeah. you know, be yeah. smart about it. Yeah, back in the day when I was a privateer mechanic, I was on the road with some privateers, and I didn't care because I was a mechanic, so I was just building the bike. But for those guys, yeah. finding tracks to ride, finding the gym where to go to, uh, you oh, know, yeah. spacing out your time, trying to get sleep, it was tough, man. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's definitely tough. You know, you gotta you gotta be uh, on top of your program. You gotta you, you can uh, you can get really lost really quick if you don't keep up with it and uh, and stay on top of it. That's for sure. Uh, and then uh, your girlfriend, how long have you been, has she been your girlfriend for? Uh, three years. She's on the road with you? Uh, not right now. Okay. She actually stayed back here. All right. Um, I had to fly home due to our uh, motorhome issues. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that, that, that was that yeah. sucked within itself. That didn't, that didn't help. That was on my list to talk about. Let's touch on that. So I got a photo sent to me on the side of a road, uh, just a motorhome on fire. Oh yeah, that was that was the start to our high point trip. Uh, <laughs> we left on Thursday, kind of mid morning. It was about ten or so, and we're rolling. We're on our way to high point, um, you know, and uh, uh, we just started ro- going over some kind of rolling hills, and, uh-huh. and uh, we went over one. And I was like, it's, ooh, she, my girlfriend knows it was kind of smoking inside. We're like, all right, I'll pull off on the next exit. Add like a mile. And within, like, half a mile, it was just billowing, like, black smoke out the windows. I could barely see. It was it was gnarly. And then I, I pulled it over. Luckily, some guy kind of helped me out, and I got the trailer unhooked real quick and had to jump back in the motorhome that was on fire and move it. And then uh, and we just kind of sat back and, and watched it burn. It, it was kind of tough. You know, there's not, nothing we could do. It was just – it went up so fast. It was, like, within – Within like five minutes, it was like. Are are you serious? Wow. Oh, so it was quick. So what'd you lose? Uh, pretty a lot of stuff for sure. Um, I lost all my gear, burnt. Um, uh, luckily my gear bag and stuff was in the front, so that didn't get too bad. It was just, it was just really everything got wet and kind of smelt like like fire. Yeah, which sucks, but you know at least. I still have it, um, but all my gear, most all my clothes, um, a lot of our belongings, like just oh. normal stuff, like computer and yeah, you know, just all the normal stuff that we have, kind of burned and lost in the fire. So it's it's been a it's been a wild week from Friday till or Thursday till now. It's been a, oh, I bet it's been hectic. So fire trucks came pretty quickly, or what happened? Somebody called. Yeah, uh, we called. Yeah, we called right away when when we saw how bad it was actually yeah. smoking. We called and had them come. And um, obviously, you know, when you're in the middle of, I think we, we were just inside of Virginia, so uh-huh. you know, it's not like it's uh, no. not like where I'm from. You know, not not like a big city and stuff. So it takes it took them like ten minutes or so. It felt like an hour. Like it felt like yeah, I, was, yeah. I was like just watching it burn. <laughs> oh, so man. I'm like I'm like it felt like forever, but you know, it's probably only like ten minutes. Yeah. But, so, uh, you know, just um, I had to wait for them, and then they, they did their job and put it out. And, you know, um, luckily the trailer didn't burn. Yeah, all, oh, all that the was okay. And everything were good. So that that's good. At least that that part was good. Because if that would have burned then out, oh. that really would have been, that would have been, see you later, m- moto scene. That would have been uh, pretty Dude. well done there. <laughs> 
So what was the cause of the fire? Did they figure it out? Um, going off of kind of just the symptoms, I'm going to go with it was just electrical. Yeah. Um, our, our electrical panel started kind of, uh, I, I just say flashing. Everything went all crazy right before it started smoking. So okay, yeah, yeah. I'm just going with electrical something and then oh, fire and dude. burnt down. Crazy, though. Like, what if she hadn't noticed it sooner or whatever? You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, like. Yeah, I know. Could have got yeah, really bad. Been, yeah, we were just lucky to be, you know, healthy and make it out, you know, make it out clean and save all the stuff that we did. Um, you know, we're, we're fortunate. You got to look at the positives, you know. Yeah. So. Your chick it's, is uh, your chick is like your chick is like what have I got myself into with this guy? I know, pretty much. She's like, look what you did. She's like, you burnt all my clothes. Like everything that we had is gone now. So it's been uh You're been like, tough. you're like, yeah, but Lakewood was awesome, man. You know? <laughs> I know. Lakewood, Lakewood was the right direction for sure, and then the fire was the was wrong not, direction. It was not. It was not a good start heading to high point. You know, that's yeah. that's not something good in, in mentally. It was uh, it was hard. Right. Oh man, that's an It's a crazy story. Yeah. For what's your Instagram handle? People can look at the photo. Uh oh yeah, everyone's just been saying like you know just happy that happy we made it out yeah. healthy and you know everything's all good. So, right. You know just. Uh, um. What can people look yeah. at that, that photo? What's your Instagram name? Oh, my, my Instagram name. Yeah. It's just uh, Brandon Share one five four. Okay. Yeah. Go check it out because there's a there's a photo on there, man. Um. So yeah, other than that, things have been going pretty well. What uh, what's been the yeah. toughest thing for you as a privateer? Like what what's been the toughest thing deal to deal with? Um, toughest thing to deal with as a privateer. Uh, I mean, I know there's a ton, but you know, yeah, there's a ton. It's I don't know. I'd say toughest is just you know it's it's all on you. You know, um, it's all my own decisions, basically, just me and. Mm-hmm. And what what I feel is going to benefit me the most, or you know what, um, you know what what I'm doing with everything, you know, yeah. it's just where I want to go with it and what I'm trying to do, and and uh, just that that side of everything. And then also you look at it because it's your own dollar, and yep. and you only have so many options with with everything that we do. So you know, it's like all of our racing decisions. So like you, I look at you know. Supercross this year was cool. I, I had a had support and it was different. So, yep. yep. So I just go along with their program and you know you do you do what they want and then you know you work in what you need to be doing. Where out like outdoors here, full privateer, it's just uh, you know mm-hmm. I gotta I, I gotta know exactly what what I'm doing because especially since I'm my own you know it, I'm everything for my program basically. I'm a mechanic. Um, working on the bike, but it's mechanic, right. uh, um, you know, just everything. You got to stay on top of your whole program and make sure everything's uh, uh, flowing smoothly. Um, you be- best go make friends with uh, Shane or, or, or Bob or um, or Eric over at Yamaha so you can get used parts, bro. That's the move. That's what I did. Yeah, I'll have to do that. I, I haven't. I haven't hopped on that. Uh, no, you gotta say, hey, on that program yet? Give me your takeoff plastic. Oh. Give me your old cables. You know that stuff like that. They throw off the cables. Get changed every week. You know what cables could do for yeah, you? Yeah, gnarly. <laughs> I know, right? And uh, I gotta get on that program. I haven't. That's that's one thing I've, I've never been very uh, smart about. You know, um, like, 
Yeah, like growing down guys and stuff and all that kind of deal? Yeah, stuff like that. You know, that's never been me or my parents, but I've been I've been trying to pick up on it, you know, just be smarter about it and, yep, and yep. Uh, try to be open with everybody and, and you know, be yep. nice and all that, but... But yeah, so you know, always parts would be awesome. Yeah, I should I should definitely be on that program. <laughs> yeah. Considering considering in the four fifty class it, there hasn't been a lot of Yamahas surprisingly, there hasn't been a, a lot of Yamahas like every race. Like it's always been kinda um it's been obviously Cooper's usually yeah. The first Yamaha guy and then it's like me and Heath yep. have been pretty close and that that's really it from what it looked like. Yeah. Yeah, no, um, I, I yeah, you gotta get on that deal how, how the factory guys treat you you got good relationships with them do some of them piss you off like we had um uh a couple guys we had uh oh, now my name's escaping me oh uh, austin coba and morgan Berger on a few weeks ago and okay. they talked about how they talked about how barsha rams the shit out of him when he laps him or he flips him off or like <laughs> they were like you know what, what's up with these guys so what about you yeah had any run-ins with these dudes um, uh no not really you know i, I just I haven't had any issues yet, really, this year. Um, uh, I, I got a little aggression out of Barsha at one of the rounds and getting lapped. Or actually, yeah, I was getting lapped um, just a little bit, but you know, it's nothing yeah. bad. Like I, I saw, I saw his side of it. I'm like, well, I'm, I was kind of in the sure. the good, so-called good line, right? Um, but you know, really, nothing crazy. You know, I haven't. Um, I haven't had issues where like I've had anyone get mad at me or anything like that. Really, um, not much. The only, yeah, really yeah. nothing so far this year. It's been it's been good. I've been kind of so-called keeping to myself and right. Um, I think like when I'm riding good, I, I feel like I'm not that bad. Like in the way. Yeah. Maybe. It, it maybe, really, that, maybe that's what it is. Dude, it really jacks up your race, though, doesn't it? Like you're worried a little bit about those guys, but you're trying to race forward. You're trying to get in the lines, yeah. and especially with some ruts like what we've seen. Like you, you know, you're like, hey, bro, uh, sorry, man. I, I, you know, I can't get out of this rut I'm in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A lot, or a lot of times it'll, it'll mess us up too, because you know, you've been a lot of times. All of us, all riders, even I'm sure, even like Tomac and them, they go through this. You're used to taking maybe one one or two different ruts that you've maybe taken the whole race. Yep. We all get kind of in that in that zone where we're like, all right, I'm comfortable with this one. We kind of stick with it. Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden there, there's someone in your rut or, yep. or like for us, we, they try to make us move out of the way. And, and it always feels like you're just like, oh, no, I don't even know which way this rut goes. Like it might hook or something, something where once you get in it. So, uh, you know, it, it just provides some squirrely moments out of anybody. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that, it's tough getting lapped, and, and you know, it, it, uh, you never want to be that guy on TV, too. You know, it's going to come up on TV, they'll be like, oh, this guy's in the way, and the leader must have, like, ran into him or something, and now he's, you know, getting yelled at or something on TV. You never want to be that guy, so you try to be, like, uh, you try to be smart about it. So, like, for me, I, they, they've been pretty good this year about the blue flag. Like, they give it kind yep. of, actually, they give it really early, but it gives you time to actually check. And right. you can usually see where they are coming towards you. Uh-huh. And uh, for me, it's been I've, – I've been fairly fortunate this year. Every time they come, I've pretty much been in good positions where I don't actually have to – like a lot of people are almost like stopping and getting out of the way. I've, I've right. been pretty clean so far this year. And usually I just uh, – like if there's a battle for the lead, I kind of move. And then the rest of the time I just like pick a line and just kind of go with it. And usually if they're lapping you – when they are obviously during that much faster, they're going to go by you and leave yeah. you 
yep. regardless. So, um, you know, I kind of just just kind of keep flowing with the race, and they they find their way through. They're they're running up front for a reason. Yeah. Um, is how I see it. Some of my buddies, they you're in seated practice. Uh, they lo- they jump in behind a dude. Um, is that your move? Jump in behind? No. Try to jump in behind a guy or no? No, I'm I'm not. I usually don't don't jump in front of the fast people. I, I try not to. Um, uh, I like I don't know. I usually I kind of like getting in my little area. Uh huh. Um, and and I found it with previous years being in seated practice and stuff like that. Um, uh, I try not. I try to remember like don't don't like match off someone fast. I had, I used to have a really bad tendency. Like I'd always pick like, like last year in the 250 class. I remember there's a couple times I'd get behind like a Mark mm-hmm. and be like, all right, try to match the lens. And obviously it's not going to work because he's going faster. His equipment is working better. Everything all around is better. And I was just yeah. riding over my head, trying right. to keep up. And, and then you get frustrated too. It's like four corners later and he's already like, two, four, five seconds in front of you, like, oh, yep. like, obviously what you're doing isn't working. So, you know, you got to be realistic with yourself and, mm-hmm. and find people closer to your speed. And, um, you know, it, it works out. So, um, yeah, no. So to originally at your question, yeah. uh, I, I don't um, I don't hop on right behind people. I actually just I try to find my own little area and ride my own pace. And then every so often, yeah, you do end up around. Obviously, the, the track's only so big, and there are 40 – or more guys in our A practice, so it's yeah, it's uh, you find them yeah. sooner or later, but it, it's, sure, it's not that bad. Uh, Race Tech Privateer Island Life with Brandon Share. Uh, this is Island Life number sixteen. Um, we we have this little thing where we talk about all the privateers fighting each other to get off the island, a la Weston Pike, who you know got a full factory ride and got off the island and and everything else, Brandon. So it's our little. Uh, a little nod to that. Um, speaking of race tech, uh, you use not only their suspension but their their engine package as well. Uh, how's that working out for you? It's been working really good, actually. Um, we've done a lot of work with Andrew in there. Uh, he does a good job. Uh, between Rob and Andrew, they know what they're doing, and uh, uh, we've done a lot of work together and done some developing, and um, you know, kind of come up with some some things that I like versus what he normally would do and we kind of have like a happy medium and mm-hmm. and uh you know i actually you know i trust the dude and, and i know he does a good job with with the motors and all the stuff that he does so i trust him and he does a good job for me yep and the bike the bike i mean really on that on that i'm not especially on a yamaha 450 you really want to get the suspension yeah. working you want to get the chassis right yeah true any 450 yeah suspension suspension is a big or any bike actually for at that point um suspension is very very important you got to have it working right so uh suspension has been good as well that's that's rob rob mm-hmm. department yep. race tech. so so uh you know it's been good and and you know they 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 know what i like and um you know kind of what's right. been working for me so it's it's been good and everything together has been flowing smoothly cool uh hey you're from la on the sheets but where where do you live you're really from la i live in la yeah, Where? we live in L.A. We live, uh, it's called Madera Heights. It's like five minutes north of the airport. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Dude, that's gnarly. So where do you practice? You go north? Uh, no. I, I, I ride it normal, like everybody else, uh, Milestone and okay. Glen Helen and all, all the normal. Dude, how's that, how's that areas. drive? It sucks. Oh, I bet. To be honest. Oh. Yeah, damn. you get, 
for the most part, I'm kind of the opposite of flow of traffic. Like yeah, the main, that's true. Like right? pull, pull your hair out traffic. Yep. Um, luckily, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm the opposite way of that. But you still hit bits and pieces of it every day. But, uh, you know, most of the time, I, I try to be smart about, like, weekly. Like, if I know I'm going to go ride for the week, I'll, like, pack up my stuff and I'll leave Monday and I'll go ride Monday through Thursday and I'll just stay. Oh, you will? Like, okay. Monday night. Yeah, I'll just stay at people's houses. I've been, like, I stay at uh, Nick Schmidt's house. He's been nice enough to let me stay a lot of the time or, or Jason Bunch and them. So it's been it's been always really cool. Yeah, dude. So were you born just born and raised there, in Madeira, or wherever? Like, wait, wait, do what? Is that where you just were born and raised? About by there? Yeah, Madi- uh, yeah, yeah. I've I've lived there my whole life. Um, just uh, I was actually born in in Poway, so like San Diego area. Yeah, yeah, yep. But uh, I've I've lived uh, yeah I've lived at the same house in in LA my whole life, and it's just you know my dad's work is there, and and. My whole family is just everything's based out of there, yeah. and we're from there, so so, so it's been uh, home. You're not far from then uh, Santa Monica Pier and all that, uh, Venice, right? No. All that? No, that's that's close. Yeah, yeah, it's all ten minutes away, or like for me, it's it's a it's a short road bike ride away. Oh, that's awesome. That part is awesome, no doubt. Yeah, it's kind of cool. That that is cool to have have like a nice little just like a cruise ride, and, and you're at Venice and. And uh, all the places that a lot of people like, I see them on. You'll see people on Instagram and stuff like, "Oh, we, we made the trip and went there." Yeah. I, I never saw it as a big thing. Like, it's, <laughs> like it's Venice. I'm like, I bicycle by there all the time. It's, yeah. it's nothing special. You see, you see a bunch of crazy people. But uh, no, it yeah, it's it's been it's been uh, tough, you know, tough but cool at the same time. Living yeah. in LA, it's oh yeah, I've been you know away from everybody, like all of your friends racing, growing mm-hmm. growing up. They're always from either like Riverside or yeah, yeah. or you know. Yeah. All, all out there and so we, we didn't actually like socialize or do anything like that we'd all just see each other at, at the track right know? so um and then for my parents you know for sure you got to give got to give my family props to my parents for taking me to practice over all the years and having to drive that for sure that drive many many times has been been uh, tough you know so uh, i've never i've never met like a guy who lives there like obviously uh, i lived in uh in, in Orange County a bunch and everything and that's that's pretty okay. normal moto community but never out that way yeah so do you go to do you go to Venice Beach and lift bro do squats and stuff no <laughs> no definitely not <laughs> um yeah that that is a hike but yeah if you're staying out if you're staying at Nick's place or whatever then then that makes it so much easier God I although the flow like you said I worked in Cyprus you know lived in Anaheim in Cyprus at, oh, Yamaha, yeah. at Yamaha so you're right the flow of traffic is opposite so it's it's not totally yeah. want, want to kill yourself, you know, but yeah, mornings heading into LA is is horrible, and then leaving LA after yeah. like noon is no good. So I'm yeah. usually heading opposite directions with traffic. Uh, or, yeah, how traffic. how did Supercross go for you? What did you think of that? Some some, some um, mains, some decent decent uh, main events. So that's yeah. good. All right. I mean, yeah. Well, I actually only made one. Honestly, for me, Supercross this year was it was not that great. You know, I. Uh, it was cool to have the deal, the opportunity I had with BWR and, mm-hmm. and uh, Brian and everybody, and, and the bikes. Everything seemed good. I just, um, you know, just I honestly just had a rough year. You know, I, I showed speed here and there, and I just never, never actually put it all together. Um, I had actually had, I I hit my head at A1 straight out of the gates. I was doing well, and I I hit somebody and I got ran over, and it kind of rung my bell and. Um, honestly, I, I 
probably should have sat yeah. out a week or so. Mm-hmm. And then we tried to ride, and I was just kind of riding, like, not not fully there. Because I remember San Diego, I was just um, – I remember everything was just coming at me way too fast. And yeah, yeah. I was just off. Right. And so, like, it took me a couple of weeks to rebound from that. And then Phoenix uh, – or whatever. Yeah. Glendale. Glendale went, yeah. went well. That went well. I actually rode good, qualified good, and uh, made the main there and just, you know, kind of – just had a full day finally and then after that it, it was just it, just problems yeah normal like it like it always seems like it could happen it's just kind of unfortunate just bad situations like uh, that could have been they all could have been fixed by myself so it was right. just um you know putting not putting myself in a good position to do well between bad starts or just just bad judgment on a few a few situations and mm-hmm. and uh overall it was just it was just a tough tough season you know like it felt like uh no matter what i tried to do and what i tried to change and it just i never really uh made the so-called right change it was always i was always kind of um searching for what what i needed to be doing and it was kind of tough it was really actually mentally tough on me you know i was was really bummed out after because i really i went in feeling good like feeling like i I knew i could make mains and and where where i've been in the past you know when i when i rode in 14 and 15, I made mains pretty consistent those two years. And, yep. uh, I felt like I could make mains again, and that's where I wanted to be. And going into the season, everything felt good. And mm-hmm. I think we just started it off yeah. on the wrong foot. You know, I, I never got better. On the wrong head. Yeah. It, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Started off on the wrong, wrong extreme. So it was just, it was just tough. And then it, just every, every piece along with it was just kind of tough. And, and uh, you know, anybody knows you start second guessing all of your program. You know, you like you when you have a bad day. A lot of people want to blame something, and and uh, you know, yeah. the best thing to do is actually just um, face face yourself and and yeah. admit that that you messed up and and uh, just build on it and be better in the end. So, sure. Um, you know, I, I'll admit it was a great experience and it was cool to have. Uh, the support behind me and and you know there there was some good stuff along with it and and uh you know i'll just take all the positives from it and you know i, I went into this outdoor season and just try to try to make the best program i could and and i'm out here trying to just do the best i possibly can every time i hit the track are you tired of guys like me trying to hit you up for fantasy fantasy supercross fantasy moto find out how you're feeling and all that no, oh, actually, no one's really been hitting me up. Because, dude, you're like one of those uh, guys that's like right there a lot of weeks, like in Supercross and Moto. <laughs> you're like, ah, cause, yeah, because it goes on a handicap system, right? So, uh, some of your good, okay, yeah. some of your good results, like, like Brandon Shear is a good pick some weekends. You know what I mean? And I know some riders are like, leave me alone about fantasy, stupid fantasy <laughs> Motocross, Super Supercross. Yeah, for sure, I've had. The only one I've ever had actually mess with me about it was uh, Weston Pike's dad, Lou. He, he <laughs> gave me shit the one time pretty hard. He's like, well, I had you my fantasy picks, and you blew it for me. I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, my bad. Yeah, sorry, bad. Like, like, I don't know what to say. I'm a little more worried about myself than your fantasy team. But, uh, <laughs> um, hey, uh, uh, one of the reasons why I know your name and follow you here and there is you used your old mechanic. My wife and your old mechanic were like the biggest Howard Stern fans ever. Verby was was that Jason Verbracken. Okay, that guy. Yeah. I guess he follows. They follow each other on Twitter, and my wife would find him, and they talk Howard Stern, and I'm like, "You guys are 
dorks. That's funny. But yeah, that's that was the first time where I met you. He was my mechanic at like Anaheim in, yeah. in fourteen, and I met met your wife and and uh, met you, and yeah. that, that was that was cool. Yeah, he was my mechanic. Uh, she's so, always yeah. like, I gotta go find that guy. I gotta talk to him about Howard. I'm like, all right, nerd. <laughs> cool, right on. <laughs> you're, you're like, all right. I'm, like, I, I, I'm out of that. I'm out of that uh, discussion because I, I don't know what to yeah. talk about there. Yeah, I don't listen to it too much either. But uh, that's what I always was like. Yeah, that Brandon Shear, Pookie likes his mechanic. That's all I know. Um, uh, Race Tech Privateer Island Life with Brandon Shear here between the Burnt Motorhome and uh, and the High Point uh, and the Lakewood. Uh, great results. It's really been an up and down year outdoor season for you so far. Yeah, most definitely. Um, I, for me, actually, I'm, I'm very. In the end, I'm, I'm happy with how outdoors has started for me. Um, yeah. In the, in the, I've never actually started a year off or a, so a season off. Um, starting out good, you know. Yeah. Uh, first moto of the year, I came out and got a 19th. I got some points. Yeah. And then uh, uh, second or second moto at Hangtown, I crashed. In the opening lap, I remember it was really wet and slippery, and I just kind of yeah, high sided yeah. and crashed, and I couldn't get back to my bike because there's all the other riders. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, I came back a long way that moto. I remember, I remember, I was all flustered because my bars were super bent, and I didn't <laughs> stop in the can. I just started going. And I just ran it, and uh, I came back. I think to like 23rd, that somewhere like just outside yeah, yeah. of the points. Like there's all all the guys that were like. Like 18, 19, 20, 22, we're all like in a row, just kind of all riding the same pace. Right. Um, and you came um, from dead so last. I, yeah, and you're like, cool. Yeah. Yeah. I came back. I'm like, well, I'm like, that was a good ride at least. I'm like, it sucks. I didn't get more points because I felt like I could have. But, you know, in the end, it was good. And then uh, left there, went to Glen Helen, uh, felt good, had a good week of training. Everything felt good heading into Glen Helen. And obviously, that's for a lot of us, that's our home, yeah. home race. You know, I went there as a kid when I was, like, five years old to go watch the pros and watch, like, Travis Estrada and Ricky Carmichael. So it's cool to race there, and, uh, you know, um, it's always cool to race at home. But uh, Glen Helen seems to me it's always been tough for me for, like, a home race. It's, like, kind of reminds me of, like, in the old days, always watching RV go to Washougal. I was yeah, like, yeah. oh, this homie's getting dominated, and it always seemed like he had problems. Like, if, if there's a problem, he had it there. Yeah, like yeah. He'd have yep. a crash or something. Yeah, totally. So, uh, I've I've actually never had any luck yet at, at Glen Helen. Uh, the first year I raced there, I, I ended up I fell. I think I just like my bike rolled over and I it cut my arm open. I had to get stitches, and then the obviously the other last year my wrist. I after my injury, I still yep. wasn't still weren't good. I was. It, they just weren't. I was kind of riding my way into shape. Like I was, mm-hmm. I was healed. Everything was good. I was just not. It just didn't have enough time yet. So I was just struggling, and and I, I, I was just out there, kind of just riding at that point. You know, I, yeah. I didn't. Uh, my body wasn't there yet, so it just wasn't that good last year. And then this year, everything that could have gone wrong seemed like it kind of did. Like practice, <laughs> right? I, I. I think I, I hit another rider or something. We did something and, and it broke my uh, my rear brake line, or it just like it just cracked like the bolt. Yeah, yeah, just, the banjo I, bolt. Sure. I pumped out. Yeah, and I pumped out like all the fluid, so I had no brakes in practice. And that, especially at Glen Helen, I think that's a that's a very crucial. Yeah, place, very, yeah, brake. very good. Right. 
Yeah, everyone was laughing at me. They're like, what were you doing? Like, you went down the hill and, like, blew the berm out and almost, like, went off track. I was like, I had no brakes. I'm like, it was tough. Only on the front brake, I'm just kind of using. I, I was just like, leave it in second, like let it roll. I was like, yeah, I feel uh, really slow on the hill, but when there's no brakes at the bottom, it's kind of sketchy. Yeah, really. So I, I had no brakes in practice. So both practices, I was real scattered because we actually didn't fix it for the second one good enough because we didn't, we don't actually have a one of those really nice like air pressure bleeder thing. Yep. Um, we don't actually have one, so we tried to do the old-fashioned way, and it just didn't work. And oh, I went out, I, we still, I went and rode second practice, and I did better, but I still didn't have brakes. They lasted for like a couple laps, and the bubbles and all the air must have rose up to the top, and didn't work. And then in the motos, first moto, I crashed or I got a start tip over on the um, how they did the start, and it went up that yep. sharp little left right there. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone. I think someone fell at the top and we all kind of bunched up and it was really steep and sandy and I'm real small so I just fell over and I couldn't <laughs> it took me forever to get up on the side of the hill and I came from Glen Helen I came from a long way back I came from like they said I was like 15 seconds behind like 38th place so I came from there to 22nd I think okay. that first moto yep. so I had, a, I had a good ride and I passed a lot of people just not quite enough and then uh, second moto I rode much, much better. I had a, I actually had a good first lap and put myself into the top 20, and I was actually riding good. And then uh, I, I didn't make it very far. I think I made it five laps mm -hmm. recorded about, and uh, that was when my transmission blew up. I was in about 16 points at the time. Oh, jeez. And um, I was, I was pretty bummed because it felt like I was just starting to get the ball going in the right direction yeah. finally, you know. And, yeah, yeah. And I was, I was gonna pick up some more so-called handed handed spots i think jg yep. jg crashed that that same lap and cooper something happened with him and he i think pulled out yep yep obviously e eli had his troubles craig I think that was the same craig. And yep craig. And craig ends up yep. crashing so like i was i'm like the people who i was around if i would have just stayed where i was like even if i just kind of just rode i'm like that would have put me right around like 13th place i would have had like a one of those yeah one yeah. of those where you see some people like how do you end right. up way up there and he he wasn't even like you. There, we see those all the time. That yeah. certain people have like a, the big. Oh, he got this place right. How? Like, how did he even get that? Like, he was riding around and like. Yeah, you just outside the top twenty. All of a sudden, he's like fifteenth. Like Jason. Jason through? Thomas but, made a career out of that, bro. <laughs> JT money. That's what he did a ton. You know, you just you're in shape. You ride a steady pace, and before you know it, other guys can't do that. You know, and you end up doing pretty good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Hey, being a. Growing up and living in LA, so did you when you were a kid? Did you go to all the Anaheims and everything? I mean, you basically, you know, if you're a fan of the sport, everything's right there for you. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, that was always the big thing, you know. Right after Christmas, go watch Supercross. Um, uh, go to the Anaheims and watch those. And and when they had Dodger Stadium there for a little bit, yeah. that was real close to home. That was cool. So, um, but yeah, oh, yeah, as a kid, grew up watching all the Supercrosses and. Uh, um, you know, always so-called dreamt of the day that I could go go race in the stadium. Sure, yeah, and, that's awesome. And uh, went, you know, go go through the whole deal. Right. And, uh, you know, it's it's been cool. It's been cool to the cool if you like sit back and look at it, it's been a really great experience to be able to do this all these years and um, uh, you know make a so-called yeah. make a career out of it and make it all the way to be a pro. A lot of people 
you know, we all a lot of us riders probably take it for granted and don't don't actually realize how many how many of us there were when we were kids mm-hmm. that didn't you know didn't make it to the point we're at due yeah. to you know maybe just them losing the drive or the parents right. not being able to keep it going or whatever many yeah. many th- yeah. options you know so so you know it's it's cool to see that uh you know after all those years and all that work that that it i made it to the so called the top what do people say like top percent of the sport or right. the, the that very the pinnacle of the sport so it's cool and um awesome. you know now now i've made it to this point and now you know a lot of people are like what do you know i'm like well now i just want to i want to actually do good i want to yeah. be one of those guys I, I i feel like you know i feel like i can be one of those guys too you know it's 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 crazy to think that like i go to the gate now and it feels like when i was a little kid again kind of to uh-huh. this point you know like the same guys like i would race every so often because they're a couple years older than me they're all the guys winning now you know i see i see blake you know Baggett. Yeah, we grew up around around them. He was always winning, and Eli, and and you know Dean. Well, Dean, Dean came around. Yeah, and uh, you know all those That's guys. Cool. And it's 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 cool to actually see you know like me. We're all in so called like the same, same but not the same. Yeah, no, area. I got it. Yeah, you know, they, yeah, no, absolutely. Obviously, yeah. You know, no, just, it's uh... just to make it all the way to this level. Dude, to get top twenty in a mo- to get top twenty in a moto in a four fifty national is, is gnarly. It's it's a, it's a real cool accomplishment. I mean, look, there's a lot of guys that have qualified for nationals over the years and never even come close. You know, and uh, to to be sure. right in there is is crazy and uh, and it's a real accomplishment. There's no doubt. Um, who else helps you out besides Race Tech, of course, who who kill it with the engines and suspension for you? Who else? Yeah, Race Tech. Um, well, first, obviously, my family, everybody, yeah. my girlfriend, everyone for having my back. Um, along the way has been amazing and then Yoshimura has been behind me for a long time they uh, help me out with anything they can and you know obviously doing like transmissions and all that type stuff has yep. been, has been cool um, Maxima Ronnie and all them down there is, oh, is awesome you know Dogger with oil. Dogger's a buddy of yeah dude I love Dogger yeah he helps me out yeah he helps me out pretty good so he, he's always been uh, I've, I've been running Maxima since I was a little kid so I've always been kind of a part of the program so it's been uh uh, you know, it's been yeah. a cool experience and cool, cool to be have him have him around. So, yeah, that's more like you. uh, your da- your dad would be more impressed than that than you would be, but and me too. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I, I had no clue just until you know once I got a little older and started realizing. Yeah. You know who, who people were. It didn't click at all until <laughs> I was probably like at least thirteen. <laughs> so yeah. I had no clue, but you know. Um, but yeah, thank you to them and then um, all everyone this year, especially. You know, FXR, thank you so much for uh, <laughs> the this weekend, hectic weekend, sending me all my new gear to yep. the race to get printed at the race and, and, uh, and uh, you know, save the weekend. And yeah. Alpine Stars and Asterix and Orion Helmets and um, Recluse. Austin, thank you. He's, he's been helping out this year. Oh, um, cool. Yep. Giving me some clutches. I'm fairly lucky. I'm not too hard on him. I usually put in one clutch, and I'm, I can probably leave it in the whole season. But oh, jeez, wow! I change it yeah. every so often. But uh, check you but, out. Yeah, hmm. um, yeah. Kind of fortunate in that department. Yeah, I don't have to spend lots of money like I guess some people do on uh, 
changing clutches all the time when it's yeah. well, muddy uh, or whatever. Andy, Andy at FXR hooked you up with some stuff. That's good to hear. He's a buddy of mine. They yeah. used to do this podcast with with me also. So I like those guys. Those guys are cool. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. And Andy's been cool. This is my first year wearing uh, FXR gear. He's been a uh, he's been a cool dude, and he's been been really good to me. So uh, yeah, it's been it's been a awesome awesome start. Awesome. Well, them. hey. Um, Thanks, man. Thanks for doing this. Appreciate it. Have fun traveling. Man, like, uh, no matter how you do with these races, I know I, I drove the whole circuit for about five years, and it's memories of driving and hanging with friends and, and doing all that that you'll, just, you'll never forget. All the scenery, all the driving and everything else, never mind the racing, but um, it's really cool. It's memories yeah. that you'll always have, you know, which is awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for having me on, and, uh, yeah, you know, I'm just... Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to the rest of the outdoors, and i just uh, looking forward to racing with everybody some more and, and going out there and doing the best I can do. And if, you know, fall goes well, hopefully I can uh, finish out the season and keep getting good finishes and maybe uh, get, earn myself a spot somewhere on a yeah. on a team one of these days. It would be awesome. There you go, man. Well, thanks for, the, thanks for doing the Race Tech Privateer Out in Life pod, and uh, good luck this weekend, and thanks again, man. All right, thank you very much.